Well, here we go again, week number two. I love this time of year because, uh, Joel Kane, hello to you. When We're not wrong yet. We don't no. get here on a Wednesday and, and one of us went one and seven. And we go, oh, jeez. No, we're, we're, we're a perfect none from none at this point of the year. Yeah, and I love it. You know why? The uh, the All-Stars game, which was great. Was good. was on the weekend. Uh, I declared the Fox to score. And he scored two in the first half. <laughs> the sports bet punters did a very easy, Dan. Yeah, I should have got on. I thought the Indigenous were specials. But yeah. I'll let that go. I don't tend to bet those games because you don't know. It's too hard, isn't you it? You don't know who's serious and who's not. I mean, they were both very serious. God, it was good to have footy back, though. Great to have footy I, back. I, I, oh, by the way, uh, our colleague Sean is not here today. He'll be back next week. Some sad news mm. um, with a member of his family. His uncle passing away. So um, he he's not here. We'll... We, as I said, wish him all the best, and um, and he'll be back next week. So it's just the two of us, Joel. That's it. Thankfully, and two people that can talk. Well, he's rock solid though, isn't he, Shawnee? And he's very tight with his uncle. He's jumped straight on a plane to Manchester, yeah. so he's over there at the moment. So, Sean, uh, thoughts are with uh, you and your family, of course. Do you know Manchester was ranked in the top ten cities for sp- world cities for sport? There's, wow. there, it's absurd. There was a poll that came out. The international firm did it. What's the metric? Ah, now this is interesting. So they, they've done it every year for a mm. long time, and Melbourne was always close to the top. All right. But they changed the metric to um, recognizability. Right. So something to do with internet searches and, like, I think Google had a big part to do with it. I think Manchester United had a big part to and do with that's, it. And that's the point I'm going to make. <laughs> it doesn't make it a great sporting nah. city because you've got a great team. <laughs> so London was number one. Aren't they blowing up in London Melbourne? London number one. Yeah, I actually, I think that actually might be right. But Melbourne was ranked 15, Ooh. Sydney 11. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Do you not think they were blowing oh. up? You should have heard Eddie Maguire on his Triple M show saying the only good thing Sydney's got that Melbourne doesn't is the city to hope. <laughs> <laughs> what about Eddie's week? So he had the AFL last year with Collingwood yeah. and then the big bash. The big collapso. Oh, yeah. They were home. I know. There's, uh, there's got to be, even though it's a Mickey Mouse tournament, mm. there's got to be something mental. Same with Hobart, that you've never won it or you've been here before and even though it's sort of hit and giggle and yeah. history must in, play in a role. Head. How did they lose? I turned it off. Speaking about history, World Club Challenge, Roosters oh my God. strong. Can they go back to back? Joel, it's February. We're closer to last year's grand final than this year's. Mm. But here's the Kool-Aid. I'm ready to drink You're the Roosters it? Kool. I'm not not I I've I've just got it near the lips. Me too. Oh my god, that was impressive. And not because defensive I'd forgotten. I mean for I'd, it was a reminder mm. how defensively impregnable they are. Oh. They conceded twenty two points in three finals last year, right? I remember South had wave after wave against them and didn't 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 look close to scoring a try. Melbourne, well, they blew Melbourne off the park in the first half, and Cronulla had chances as well. And the Wigan tries were fluky. Yeah, um, millimeters I, in from the touchline. Oh, the bloke the- toes it ahead and yeah. manages to regather George Williams. It was a nice try, but I wouldn't I wouldn't be counting that against the Roosters. I've been the number one disciple when it comes to you can't go back to back rugby league too brutal a game. Okay. Yes. But I'm starting to think this man, Robinson, is just so good. He coached me in France, actually. And Why is he good? Uh, I just feel as though he knows how to get the best out of every player. He he knows – Seabold can do the same, by the way. Mm. But he's just got this knack. He, he is so good. Um, they won over there well. They won last year with a leg in the air. No Cooper Cronk. How many yeah. teams could do that? So Melbourne Storm had that great team in 2017. They they went close, Melbourne Storm. They ran into a hot Roosters side. Mm. You have to think this Roosters side is far better placed. You think about the Melbourne Cup. So for many, many years, people would say, imports can't win it first up in Australia. Well, it couldn't happen. Heartbreak City just got beat, as Melbourne just got beat from being back-to-back. Mm. Then all of a sudden, Rekindling did it. Uh, and last year, Cross Counter did it. So it can happen. And if anyone's going to do it, Trent Robinson and this Roosters team have got to be a chance. I get the feeling Trent is the type of guy that does take criticism badly, badly in the sense of takes it in and thinks, oh, I'm going to show you. It, I spoke to him last year. Yeah. And at that time... Because his job was... Well, I mean, the media had his job on the line, which was, I think, I hope we said at the time, was absurd. Do you remember Jake Friend was being booed off by, mm. by the Roosters fans? Yeah. 
And a passing comment I had with Robbo was, mate, I, maybe you need to play Baptiste, you know, not that he'd ever listen to anything I'd say. And he, he reinforced how important Jake Friend was to the club. Mm. He was in the top three for the players of the grand final, wasn't he? Jake Friend. Oh, I, they were all outstanding, but he certainly carried his weight. So their attack was getting blamed. Everything was getting blamed, but mm. he knew he was on the right path. And and you think about that, they didn't even really nail that attack last year, did they? If that clicks this year with Cooper Cronk, yeah. this could be a gap job. <laughs> well, okay. Now, this is this is the problem. We all get excited. And I found a market for us on Sportsbet, and Sean's not here, so we can take yeah. him to the cleaners. <laughs> um and that is the halfway leader. Okay, the halfway leader after uh, the leader after twelve rounds. Now, last year Cronulla went to Wigan, lost the World Club Challenge. They were nine and three after twelve. Ended up they had six and seven after North Queensland, two thousand sixteen, eight and four after twelve rounds. Then eight and seven after. See, they all fade. Yep. South. Remember, there was a market on South. Could they go undefeated at yes. one point? Yes. Anyway, they were seven and five after 12. So they already started their fade out, but they started hot five and eight after that. Melbourne, 2013, beat Leeds over there. They won their first seven. They were eight, two, and one after 12, a draw and a bye involved. Eight and seven after. So you see the pattern? Yep. They all start hot. St. George in 2011, 10 and 1 after 12, and then 4 and 10 and a draw after. Doesn't always work like that, but that is a pretty good guide. So you're saying to me the halfway leader, far better at the $4 than the premiership at 450. So I'm with you. History is a guide. And if every team fades out, or just about every team goes over to England defending a premiership, they they have a flat spot near the end. I. It could happen to the Roosters. James Maloney's comments were interesting. He said yesterday, every team, and we've heard it before, but he reinforced it. Every team will bring their best for the Roosters. Yep. So that's going to ha- that will be draining when for you know twenty four straight weeks essentially stack of Origin players. You are taking everyone's best game. Yep. But there, I know it was. I'll bring it back up here. So they're four dollars fifty to win the comp, and. The halfway leader, I'll give you the full market, $4. Melbourne, 7 We know Melbourne starts easy. How many well. wins do you reckon you need to have that for the halfway leader? Well, if Which it's is a, 12 games. If it's, if it's a comp like last year, 9. Oh, I'd say you'd want 10. To be a halfway leader, yep. 10 with good for and against, you should be fine. Yep. Um, 9 maybe. Um, so Roosters, $4. And they've got some tough games early. Melbourne, 7, Brisbane, 8, Penrith, 9, South, 10, Dragons, 10. Dragons, okay. who seem to start the season hot every year. Uh, I've got one in that market who you haven't named. Newcastle Knights, no, 15. I'll, we were talking about in our previews today. Okay. So I'll reveal it as one of my bets. Right. Cowboys, 17, Sharks, 21. Not the Sharks. Mm. 26 for Canberra, 26 for Warriors. This is halfway leader. Tigers, 34, Titans, 41. The Titans, is it? No. Oh, okay. Manly, 41. Parramatta, 41. Canterbury, 51. That's the halfway leader market. I think that was only put up recently. So get involved. Take Sean's money before he changes those markets. <laughs> I already got him. I already got Did him you? this week. Brett Morris. I'd forgotten how good he was. Wow. Have you got the try score, have you? Yeah. At $31, you know what he did straight away? 21. Did he? Straight away, Sean. 21. So uh, you got to get it. You got to get in early. So on where do we? Bet. So he'll be on the right wing, won't he, for Fergo? Well, he played on the. He played in the centres this week. Yeah, but you, Latrell and Manu aren't moving. Yeah, I understand. Um, so I, they're going to score so many tries. Yeah, he gets his own tries. There was a try he scored the second one. Very few wingers would have muscled their way not only over the mm. line but over the defender and then planting it down. So I've drunk the Brett Morris Kool-Aid as well. Do you remember that year where- Well, hang on. Who's your team? The halfway leader team? Do you oh, you're going to oh, gonna save it? No, no I'm going to save it. No, okay, you're going to save it. Do you remember it? that year, though, um, speaking about Morris scoring tries, they had the JJ Gilton Shield at the Sydney Football Stadium. I think Canterbury were going to win it. Mm-hmm. They are playing the West Tigers, right? And all of a sudden, at the same time- Brett Morris has scored a hat-trick at 
Oakey Jubilee. Hmm. So they've had to move the JJ Gilton Shield from the footy stadium, where it was going to Canterbury, <laughs> to... Do you remember that? I, 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 and St. George Illawarra pinched the JJ Gilton Shield. Great memory. And, and, and just in that game as well... Uh, Josh Morris, who was playing for Canada. This would have been 09, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, I'll tell you when it was. It was around that time because J- Josh Morris was trying to help his brother out because there was this race for the top try scorer. Yeah. Brett Morris was right in the mix, and Tuiaki for the Tigers was in the mix. Oh, the tank. And Josh Morris was marking the side of Tuiaki, and in the end, not only did the JJ Gilton Shield go to, to Oki Jubilee, um, Morris picked up. Brett being Morris, picked up the uh, top try score award that year. What a memory. 2009, St. George Laura 38, plus 219. Canterbury, 38, plus 147. So you're right. And how fortunate that uh, it went, that the the two games were were so close together. So George beat, oh, that's right. St. George beat Parramatta 37 nil. Remember when Parramatta ran dead? Is that a Morris hat trick? Can you see a Morris hat trick or Brett? In that game? Let's see. This is a Friday night. Brett Morris, three tries. Mm. Ben Cray, Nathan Fiend, Dan Hunt. And then on the same night at the SFS, the Tigers beat the Dogs 34-12. And then seven days later, Dan, what happened? <laughs> oh, Jared Hayne went yeah. dancing, dancing through. Dancing Hayne. One of the great tries. That's probably the best try I've ever seen live. Did you call that? No, I wasn't calling then. I was no. there at the game with my dad because, you know, they parents live at Carlton, so we mm. just walked down the – Train tra- uh, down the down the line, probably drunk at the time. It was near the end of the game. Um, Just for the listeners out there, Dan, run us through your preparation of a calling game. Like, are oh. you deep into it? Are you routine with what you do? Yes, um, I do way too much for radio because it's unnecessary. But I will get. Oh, I don't know. I spend a couple of hours on stats and facts and trying to find little angles. Yep. Um, so we get a whole heap of information. Uh, from the NRL, but I get I've got my own information as well. And then each individual player, I'll look for. I want four or five points on each player. Yep. Um, for radio, maybe three. So maybe a fact, something that might have happened to them recently, you know, about their lives or something, um, a quote or something, and an interesting stat or fact. And it's just there. Ninety percent of them I'll never use on air, but it'll be the ones that. Um, It'll, it'll be the one you'll least expect and it'll pop up. I have um, uh, sheets on every player with all their injury. Yep. Because I can't keep up in my head. You know, this bloke did his left ACL as compared to his right. So when someone goes down, I've got the thing. Ah, uh, he did his left uh, Achilles last year and you know, so this is a common injury, that yep. sort of thing. Okay. So it's more, yes, prepare. Probably a couple of hours before each game. Um. I think my mentality, Joel, is um, if it was for television, I would need to know much more because there's more time to fill. I don't need to say that this bloke's carrying it up to the Well, you've worked with Rabs a fair bit, yeah. right? What was the best tip or has been the best tip Rabs has given you? Learn the names. Really? Now, that sounds so simple. He said the names. He said if you don't know the names instantly, it changes the whole call, particularly on radio. Yep. Because if you're fumbling and bumbling – then you, you fall behind. Do you get play. agitated? And I do it sometimes when you hear a caller continually calling the wrong name because a name, it's so important yeah. to a person, isn't it? Yeah. It's so important. Well, there was one last year, a caller who did it, and I actually felt sorry for him. Now, it was his fault because he, he should have known better, but he did it about 10 or 12 times. At some point, someone there- So you're got, saying that one of the co-callers should well, be chipping them off. or a producer oh, yeah. has got to say, mate, just- you know, you, you you can let someone get away, do it once or twice because you don't want to humble them and embarrass them. But once they're doing it over and over, you you got to let them know. But that's the callers. You know, it's like anything. If 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 you're caught swearing on air because yeah. someone's left your microphone open, that's my fault because I swore. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like so, it's you know that 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 problem is still with the caller. Two thousand. But, but what do you do? Oh, many of the things you say. I, I want to ask you one question though about. Um, Greg Miles, he's one of my favourite all-time callers. Matt Hill, by the way, is doing a great he's job and, and, and probably goes past him. But I remember 2010, Americane, and you could tell what Greg was doing. He was sort of padding it out because he wanted to use this grab right on the finish line. Americane, Americane is coming away oh, right that. on the finish line. Trey Bien, yeah, no, which is very like good. That. Never? I, I, no, I don't like – I love the idea of that line, but the Jim Nance pre-packaged – 
Is that his go? Oh, oh. <laughs> Every time he, he, he's toned it down a bit, but anytime someone wins a major, because he's the Masters commentator mm. and the NCAA commentator and the CBS NFL commentator, but. You know, Luke Donald won a tournament once and he said, Luke Donald, he spends his time painting and tonight, <laughs> tonight, today, he presents us with his canvas. Oh, no. Like that just, that, that syrup. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> and you know when someone has delivered a, a pre-packaged. Yeah. And so most of them are fine, but I don't know. It's a, that's just a personal thing. It must but be hard. I on- love Greg Miles though. I love Greg Miles. Abs- but, but but the thing is with Greg Miles, he said a legend becomes – was it a champion, champion. becomes uh, – now that's pre-packaged and you know what? That nailed the moment. And with those sorts of horses, you can almost forecast it. Like it must be hard on those calling winks. Oh, uh, what is Darren – Yeah, Darren and, and Matty Hill for that matter. Like every time. Yeah, yeah. like every – like. is it just me? Now, I'm no horse racing expert. Can someone take winks on? Can they do something different in these races? Because – the way I said, it's the same race every time. Just get someone to take off. Get someone to sacrifice yourself. Yeah. Go, right, I've got no chance of beating Winks. Now, I know the problem is second prize money is pretty good. Yeah. So that's worth fighting for. But can a back marker who's got no chance just, just bolt out 10 lengths and see what happens? Can I ask you this? I'm with you. Am I a good parent or a bad parent here, right? So <laughs> Saturday, the great mare's about to go around, and I've got the four kids. I said, kids, get out of here. Almost made it compulsory mm. for them to watch Winks go around. And I said, guys, this will be the best horse you ever see in your lifetime. And they know Winks already. Good parent or bad parent doing that? What were they doing? Oh, they are playing around. Possibly playing Fortnite. So there's another case that could be good oh, parent. Oh, you're into the Fortnite. How old are the kids? Are they, have they got any of them? Has your oldest got to rebellious stage? No. Okay. No, no, no. She's really good, the eldest. She's a um, – I reckon many of the eldest are pleasers. I'd say she's a pleaser. Uh, number two, she wants to be the first female Melbourne Cup caller. Oh. So she was easy to get. But uh, the two maniac boys, different story. But Are you going to call horse racing? I think the, the ship sailed. you by. Yeah. Because that a, is a desire of yours, I know. Yeah, but I had a chat. I don't think – I do. I would have loved to have done that as a youngster. Um, I had a chat with my brother, went for a run the other day, and we're talking about life and those who have been successful. And basically – those who have succeeded in life in any form have basically stayed in their lane. So a plumber's been a plumber the whole time and he's got mm. his 10,000 hours up. Sure. I think that if you stay in your lane your whole life, you're on your way to success, aren't you? And therefore, I think I've missed the boat for calling I understand, but if, that, if that's an itch that needs to be scratched, I live life by no what ifs. Yeah. You know, so I don't know what you do. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm thankfully I'm doing what I always wanted to do was to mm. call football. Mm. All the other stuff, the opinion shows, and all that. That's just a bonus. But I, is the, that you in your wheelhouse? Is it the when, dream when, was to call football when there's a game on? That's uh, like I'm counting the days until March 15, my yeah. first game. Uh, you know, some I went to the races the other day and said, "Oh, you should be calling the races." I said, "Well, firstly, it's a totally different skill to yeah. rugby league, and see, I have no passion for it." Yeah, I like I like going. I like having a bet, but I have no passion for the sport. I just don't have the passion to learn to learn the craft of it. You know, I, I, I think to- greyhounds callers are the are the most skilled. Funnily enough, I know look horse racing is a big audience and bigger stakes, but I don't know how greyhounds people do it once every half hour, and you can only go by the colour of the rug. <laughs> I, I said to the bloke, which his face went white. The greyhound trader at Sportsbet, they've got the screen up with the races on. And I said to him, I said, mate, who owns the stable of the Red Silk? I said, they seem to win plenty of races. <laughs> <laughs> he nearly went sick. Uh, but just on the commentary, so I had the great pleasure in the off-season. I went to the US with the wifey and we went to New York. We went to Belmont Racetrack and yeah. I sat in the box with Larry Colmes, the, the, train, the, sorry, the head caller in America. Now, he had just been in the seat for three years as the premier caller. Yeah. The caller before him had called 36 years and had never, ever called the Triple Crown, a winner of the Triple Crown. He's been doing it for three years. Yes. He's called two Triple Crown winners. Amazing. Amazing. Justify an American pharaoh. Wow. But to sit in the box with him, and he did a nice little message. I got him to do a tailored message for Matty Hill, wishing him good luck ahead of the Cox Plate. Yeah. And he did that. Wonderful bloke, huge following, and just what an opportunity that was. 
Um, I'm trying to think who would I like to sit behind. I've sat behind Rabs. It's an unbelievable experience, but it's actually daunting because you walk, you go, I can never be that like that. And he gets there so late, doesn't he? he just gets there late. In. He, by the way, he likes you to believe he doesn't prepare and it's all ad libbed. Oh, all, yeah. He prepares. he works. Oh, please, <laughs> mate. He's got a thing where he um, he uh, if if the game is a Wollongong or even Penrith or, or, or Gosford or something. He will ask nine to put it, put him up in a room. Yep. Right, cheap room doesn't matter, but he will turn up because he, he wants it wants to beat the traffic, and that that's a legitimate thing. But he also wants to just have a couple of hours in his hotel room doing all these notes. Does he? See the great ones, you know. So so he loves coming across as laissez-faire and yeah, off so, the cuff. So Dale Shearer, they tell me, was a closet trainer. Yeah. You think Rabs is a closet oh, studier? Hundred percent, hundred percent. Oh yeah, Rabs, you've been out. <laughs> All right, shall we? That was a good fun chat. Yeah. Should we do this? Let's do it. All right. This is for sportsbet.com.au. Um, where we start now? You've picked Rabbitohs. The... Okay. Who are the four teams today? We're doing. Here? We're going to talk about the Rabbitohs. We're going yes. to talk about the Sharks, the yes. Warriors, and the Titans. Oh, I like the Titans. Mm. All right, let's go. So South Sydney. Last year, they finished 16-8, and eight, uh, which was most surprising. They finished third and knocked out in the prelim final. Slow starters, four and four after eight rounds. Then they had a, that nine-straight win run. Um, and in fact, they spent three weeks at the top of the ladder. Now, as we do this on a Wednesday afternoon, one o'clock on a Wednesday, we don't know if Robert Jennings will be at the club by the time you hear this, and we don't know if George Burgess will be at the club by the time you hear this. Well, let's put him on the line. Let's have a guess. What do you think? Well, Brent Reid tweeted uh, that Parramatta have made the offer to George Burgess um, to leave immediately, and, and and that seems like it's George's decision. Yep. Uh, and would South let him go? I think they would. But then if that was to happen, what would they have enough to keep Robert Jennings? The, th- the feeling seems to be they've gone off Jennings. It's not just a salary cap mm. thing. They just they think they might have got the best out of him and they're happy for him to he's go to West Tigers. 23, Dan, and he's, he was, what, 19 tries last year. I don't know what he did wrong. And who feels like, so you're looking at maybe a Braden Burns or a Moeni yeah. Harati or someone? Well, this is the best. Okay, so I got the 18, uh, the best 17, right? Um, and this includes Adam Dwayne, who I think starts the season injured. So Inglis... Now, do we think Inglis is going to play fullback? No, no, no chance. He's not in condition to play fullback, so it'll be Johnson. Johnson, okay. Then you've got Campbell Graham and who you said, Braden Burns perhaps, and then uh, Inglis and Gagai in the centres, Walker and Reynolds the halves, Tom Burgess, Sam Burgess, Damien Cook the front row, uh, John Sutton, Cam Murray, and I've got to find a lock in there. Sam Uh, Burgess. Uh, oh, yes. Um, well, I had him at 10. But oh, okay, that, that's sorry. That's because of the George situation. But then you got um, Totola, Nichols, Britt. So it falls away. They're, they're okay players, but it's a good 13, but um, um, not not the strongest bench. They're outs this year. Crichton, Fui Mayono, Musgrove, Hunt, and Clark. Crichton, obviously, the big one. Didn't even play on Monday. And for uh, the ins, now this kid, Corey Allen, uh, plus Liam Knight, Kurt Dillon, Corey Dennis, and Matt McKilwick, who is, boy, he's racking up some clubs, Matt McKilwick. But, um, See, that, that that might be the answer there, Dan, as to why Jennings goes, potentially, because you've got to keep in mind that Wayne Bennett's coaching here. This young fellow, Corey Allen, has been a very, very spruit kid mm. as a young Broncos junior. Yep. So... We could be seeing a lot of confidence by Bennett in Allen, which means that potentially he's the fullback. Sure. And potentially Johnston goes back to the wing with Inglis into the centres. Okay. Is that – like, have you heard huge raps on yes. Allen also? Yes. Does that sound viable? Yes. Um, now, did he come this year? Did he come with Wayne? Yes. Okay. Well, that, that, that would indicate that Wayne has told him he'll get a chance. Um, I suppose we'll find out um, – the Charity Shield might be our best guy. They're playing Penrith this week at Redfin, okay. the John Sutton game, which is actually a strong game because a lot of the South boys wanted to play for, for Sutton. Yep. And I think a lot of the Penrith players, I think Maloney, um, I think because they see the South team's pretty strong, they're putting up a pretty strong okay. team as well. Your pet bug, by the way, 
Penrith players <laughs> talking about the preseason training oh, yeah. in forty degree heat. You know, you know, in ten years, no one's going to be training in forty degrees. Yeah, but why? scientists are going to come well, out why, and why say, "Why do this- we know this? Why do we know this?" I don't know. I don't know. In five years' time, there's a few things I want to see completely scrapped from rugby league. I want to see. Training in November scrapped for something that the grand prize is in October, 11 months down the track. I need somebody from the NRL or some brain to come to me and say, this is why we have two points for a buy. <laughs> why, Dan, do we do this? So what happens is you're a broadcaster. It's the middle of the round. Oh, and you've got to do the adding up in Has between. It, why do we have to do know. that? I don't know. I don't know. I'm with you. I, it would be easier to give them a thousand points because you'd know oh, they've had one boy with a boy with a th- <laughs> It would be though, wouldn't it? Uh, it doesn't bother me as much as you, but you are right. But it, is there a reason why? Can it, you give me one reason? Because why? that's the way we've always done it. It's ridiculous. I mean, we we always did slavery, but we got rid of that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. just because we always did it, there's no common sense. <laughs> AFL don't do it. It's ridiculous that we give points for. Well, a maybe boy. that's the reason. Oh, we don't want to be. You know, we don't want to copy AFL. They. They don't give four points, so why? You know, we're going to give two. Is that it? Are they the bugbears? Yeah, yeah, there's two of them. I can add to that list if you like. Um, well, we've been having this chat about it, and the fans have been getting involved. Uh, club legend. If you could insert oh. a former club legend into the South Sydney side, can you go past the little master? Uh, no. So you pick the sensible player. You just pick. I, I pick. I pick stars that I want to see. I want to see Phil Blake. Ah, oh. Phil Blake, Chip and Chase. Yeah. See, my dad was taking me to a lot of South football in 88, 89. It was when Friday night football started as a thing. And I saw Phil Blake. He broke from the back of a scrum and ran 60 metres. It was so thrilling. Wow. Went, went all the way. And the loudest I've ever heard a crowd, 89 major semi, South Balmain, Sydney Football Stadium sold out. And Blake, and it's on YouTube, Blake, I think he's a dummy half, under the sticks, jumps out, takes a step or two to sort of wind himself up and throws a 30-metre bullet onto the chest of Ross Harrington. The pass is so perfect, it cuts the Balmain wing. It might have been Jimmy Grant out of it. So Harrington jumps up, catches it. The momentum carries him over the line. Wow. YouTube it. It is an I think Rex Mossop goes nuts. It is an unbelievable pass. And you know what? He, he did a lot of that stuff in five meter rule too. Yeah. Imagine Blake oh. with ten meters. Yeah, good call. But I'll start. Why did he have six or seven clubs? Yeah. I, I guess he, you know, he would have been one of the early big money players. Who did he have? He had Manly. Manly scored twenty seven tries one year, I think. South Warriors. St George. St George. Canberra, I reckon he had a go. Canberra. And I reckon there was a six club there, maybe an English club. Yeah. Anyway, so what a player. Uh, so you've gone the little master. I'll just put Phil Blake anywhere. I'd put him in the centres, put him in the halves. Well, he played a bit of rugby too, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Good okay. bloke, Phil Blake. Uh, all right. So odds here for South: uh, nine dollars premiership, minor premiership eight dollars, top four two twenty, top eight dollar forty. To miss two dollars eighty. Uh, wooden spoon eighty one, and we'll get to the over under in a second. But okay. It's the Wayne Bennett touch. He doesn't miss finals, but there seems to be a feeling that Brisbane have got the better deal here with coaches. I spoke last week about the Broncos last year. So they they were the highest for completions. They were highest for least errors. So that's good, you would think, but it doesn't really correlate to performance. Now, where they were really low last year, Brisbane, and why I think those rates were so high is that they were shocking for try assists. They were shocking for line break assists. Mm. So therefore, they played safe. How do this South Sydney side player who was so flamboyant last year, keeping in mind 18 months ago, Cody Walker and also Cook were far things from household names. That's certainly changed. Cook's now the incumbent number nine for for Australia. Can those two players at their age possibly repeat their season, which didn't win them a grand final, which saw them almost knocked out by the Dragons? I don't know. I'll speak to my father-in-law who has the greatest rap for Jack Gibson. Everyone in the game does, but there was a sense that maybe he coached one year too long. Right. Like that Cronulla run might have been. Yeah. It passed him by. So, you know, when is it midnight for Bennett? Is it ever going to be midnight for Bennett? I, I'm I'm a bit nervous about South. Mm. They did go from ninth the year before to where they came last year, which was third. 
But their 2017 roster, if you look at that, not too dissimilar to what they're presenting in 2019. No, and it gets thin, doesn't it? It really does. Um, you know, other players, not perhaps in their best 17, J- uh, Jacob Gagan, Kurt Dillon, Richie Kenner, Kyle Turner. Well, a lot of these players played for North Sydney last year yeah. who missed the eight in the ISP last year. So depth is a concern. First six games... It's a hard little start. Roosters at the cricket ground. St. George Illawarra at Cogra on a Friday night. Uh, Gold Coast at home. Manly away. Warriors on the Sunshine Coast. And Canterbury at home. So that's actually, to be honest, Joel, once they get through those first couple, I, that's not that difficult to draw. Okay. Compared to, well, you know, who knows. But so yep. 13 and a half is, is the over under number. Oh, so 16 wins last year. Yeah. So they've set it well below that. Mm. I will go 13 wins just under. That's exactly what I got. So I think that means, Joel, we think they're going to make the eight. Um, But maybe Flip not, of the coin. Not, yeah. But what it, we're swimming against the majority here, Dan, because $1.80 has been well backed for the over. Really? So the, the outsider is definitely under. Really? Okay. Okay, I think the value here is to. I think they'll make the eight, but two dollars eighty to miss the eight. Is that your bet? No, no, no. Um, well, you know what I'm thinking the same thing. Try. Uh, let me. I'll just give you these because this might tempt you. Top try scorer, twenty three dollars. Alex Johnston, sixty seven. Campbell Graham, one hundred and one. Greg Inglis, point scorer. Geez, thirteen dollars for Adam Reynolds. They're a point scoring team. Yeah, well, they were. They were. So I think there's some value there. I'm not necessarily thinking he'll win it, but geez, 13 bucks. That's but, pretty good. Dally M, Damien Cook, 21. Is the South Sydney favourite, Sam Burgess, 51. Yeah, but see, Cook had this game of, or the season of his lifetime last year, and he was well down in the polls. He was like a good eight or 10 off the winners, which shocked many people on the night. Everyone was thinking that he was one of the favourites, Dally M Day, yeah. to take it out, and he was nowhere to be seen. Yeah. So why would he... Be in the mix this year. I'm looking here. I just don't see who's going to be the standout every week that's going to pick up threes and twos, except for Sam. Sam Sam didn't have his best year, did he? And, and probably now you can see you why. You can see why. Yeah. Um, He's been around for a while now, though. If I had to bet South, I'm hedging a little bit here. Oh, see, the, the real smart pun is it's not about picking the winner every time. It's about the value, right? Yes, so yes. if you and I have both got them about 13, yeah. their flip of the coin-ish to make the eight. Yes. So if you're getting $2.80, $2.90 about making missing the eight, mm-hmm. I feel like that's not a bad play. I'm going to hedge. I feel like if they're going to have a year, they need Cody Walker firing again. So I'm going to take South to miss the eight, $2.90, mm-hmm. and have a little something on Cody Walker at $51 for the Dally M. Okay. All right. Yeah. There we go. So um, how, what are you locking in? I'm going to go the under. Yep. As I know that's $1.90. Or, $2. Know, $2 now. Okay. Well, I get even money. Uh, someone made a very good point to me about Greg Inglis, has it worked? Has the farewell tour worked, i.e. the player that announces their retirement in advance? Yeah. Now, you think of rugby league, you played rugby league, the mental strength that you need to just get up for a game each and every week for the contact, for the pain. If you announce your retirement, if you've set a finish line, does that make it harder? Particularly when it's you know it's two years away. That's a long two year, early early announcement. It's a strange it? one, isn't it? Mm. Uh, so you know he's had his off field issues, um, family dramas, his drink driving, suggestions he's overweight, maybe not fifteen kilos, but he's not in tip top shape. I worry. Yep, Joel. I worry. And, and with weight, and, and I know this firsthand. I can't get through an over forties touch game. Comes injury. So that's the worry. If, if he doesn't get that weight yeah. down, comes injury. So we're not on on South, uh, but let's. Uh, if you're a South fan, let's hope they prove us wrong again. Um, who's our next team? Sharkies. The Sharks. Now, this is one of the more intriguing teams, isn't it, the Cronulla Sharks? Well, you said rocks or diamonds, feast or famine, about the Dragons. Oh, and you think that's a Sharks, the Sharks oh, situation? It, it, it's, it's rocks or diamonds, isn't it? Well, let's see. Last year, 16 and 8. Fourth. Prelim final. I reckon they consider that the one that got away. Yep. If they won that, same as South, if they won that first final, the whole final series is different. And they'll look back at that Roosters game and think, 
bloody hell, we should have won that game. Yep. Um, last year's slow start, they won two of their first six. They Their signature win, uh, by my recollection, Joel, was round 22 against Melbourne down, down there. Down there. 17-14. I think, I think that day is the day we all thought, ah, yep. here they come. They're low... First half in the prelim final against Melbourne when they were down 20 nil. That was game over. The outs, Val Holmes, Luke Lewis, Ricky Latelli, Edric Lee, Jesse Ramian. Boy, that's a big list. Kurt Dillon as well. The ins, um, well, Aaron Woods, but that was midway through last season. Josh Morris, Sean Johnson. The, and John Morris in for Shane Flanagan, yep. which might be the biggest change uh, of all. Um to win the Premiership, and correct these odds if they're wrong, Joel, because the, I wrote these down over the weekend. Premiership and minor Premiership, both 15 Top four, $3.50. Top $8.70. Miss, $2.10. The Spoon, or I shouldn't say the Spoon, it's least wins, $21. And the over-under is 12 and a half, which we'll get to shortly. They've got a lot of players who have either won a Premiership or played in the Grand Final. Would you rather be on them or the Knights? I want the it's Sharks. I, I would take the Sharks because I know what I'm getting. I don't. We don't know what we're getting with Newcastle yet. I know they're rising and Cronulla is fading. Are they rising the Knights? I don't, I'm looking forward to get. Are we doing that? We'll today? do that next week. We'll okay. Next no, week. because I'm a bit skeptical. But um, but anyway, um, but you're right. I mean, that's a look at this team. Moylan at fullback. Katoa and Fecky on the wings. Josh Morris, Josh Dugan centres. Sean Johnson, Chad Towns in the halves. That's a very solid back line. Pryor and Fafida, the front row, Jaden Braley, the hooker. Wade Graham and Paul Gallon, part of the back row. The problem is replacing Luke Lewis. You can go with Kurt Capel, fine player, or Scott Sorensen. And then you've got players like Bakuya Wood, Sia Manifanai, Kyle Flanagan, uh, Braden Braley uh, off the bench. This Bronson Zeri. What yeah. do you know? And, and Braden Nukora. Uh, Britton Nukora. Britton Nukora. Yeah, he's a back rower. Uh, there's got plenty of good youngsters coming through, superstars coming through. You mentioned no Luke Lewis. No way, Graham, for the first bit. Yeah. that That's a real concern. Bronson Sherry, the youngster. Sherry, that's Sherry. Good. Yep. Glad we've got that sorted early. Superstar. Now, this is what I would do if I'm young Morris, right? And, and by all reports, he's a bloody good coach. Yeah, I've heard good things too. Bronson Sherry, who I'm hearing they can't handle him at training. He's just a beast. Young what, kid. Centre? Yes. Okay. Would you do this? So you mentioned the back line. This would be my back line. Moylan at fullback. Fecky on the wing. Mm. My other winger. Dugan. Dugan. Yeah, me too. But you saw with Ferguson, the big body, the big carry. But yep. I don't know if you'd get him to play there, but... Putting him in the centres, he's not renowned for his try no, assists. exactly. Get him on the wing, throw Josh Dugan and Sherry in the centres, and this is a team that's humming. Well, if Sean Sherry Johnson. is as good as your and what everyone's saying, they might they need they need some young blood in that team. Dugan, you're throw on the wing, in. mate. Throw him in. That's he, a pretty. I think it's a good looking team. They've got this is a, a conundrum for them as well. So we know what we get with Jaden Braley, very very talented young player. The brother could be a superstar. Blake, you can't keep them both. Right. I know for a fact there's big offers being thrown at Blake Braley, despite he hasn't even played an NRL game. Mm. What do you do there, Dan? Jeez, I don't know. Remember there were big raps on Michael Leisha when he was at Cronulla and Canterbury paid massive money. And and he's been fine, Leisha, but I don't think he's justified the money. It's Mm. not his fault. Uh, Jeez, if if you people – I mean, you watch the ISP, so you, you see this kid. If you reckon he's the real deal, well, throw him in. And if I was a recruitment manager, I'd be looking at the pair of them. So young Flanagan. They're Ky- both hookers? No, Kyle Flanagan's the halfback. Yes. And Blake Braley's the hooker, and they've been together since under seven. Oh, you're saying those two, not the Braley no, brothers. No, no, you're no. saying Flanagan and Braley. Yep. yep. Blake Braley, and they've played all sorts of reps. I reckon these two kids together, career strike rate wins since under sevens would be about 90%. Okay. Wow. You'd want to sign them together. Okay. But anyway, back onto the- uh, Canterbury, are you listening? <laughs> back onto this. Um, and mind you, you know, Flanagan's got a bit in front of him now with Johnson and Townsend. Um, you mentioned some of those omissions, Dan. So Val Holmes, Ramian and Edric Lee, mm. them two, and them three rather, they counted for about half the tries last year for the Sharks. So that's a big void. Mm. 
This is a team who could win the comp. This is a team who could run 12th. So you're, you're going that way. I think they're the most predictable team in the comp. They'll win 12, 13 games. Maybe Wait. pinch a final. Uh, oh, okay, win 11, 12. I, because that team, I can't see them falling in a heap. Mm. But you know they're going to get injuries because there's some age there. Prior sneaky old. Fafita's getting it. Fafita is sneaky old. Well, he's, But he had a cracker in the uh, All-Stars game, didn't he? Oh, as we know, when he's on, yeah. he's unstoppable. Gowan, we know, has got age on him. How's Sean Johnson going to go? Gowan's Benjamin Button. He, he, he could play for another 10 years, Yeah, Gal. his minutes are going down, though. Okay. And he's, he's still, hey, he's, he's the best value for money player in the comp because he's hardly earning anything out yeah. of them. Yeah, um, how, how is Johnson going to go in this lineup? Whew. I'm fascinated with how he goes in Sydney. Yeah. Because he's never, I don't think he's ever been under, he's ever been scrutinised. But he he's, he won't be as big a show out here as he as he's in New Zealand. You perhaps. are right, but remember that media over there can sometimes be a little sycophantic. I don't think he's been under the intense pressure. Maybe I'm wrong, but um, the Sydney media, as you know, is relentless. But you're right; they're not one of the glamour teams. So if they start zero and four, hey, they could be a glamour team. I'll tell you why. Mm. If you look at some of the flashiest players in our games, they've got the touch football background. Yep. And I mentioned this, uh, I put on social media, RTS, Ponga, JT, Matty Bowen, uh, the list goes on and on and on. The best flashiest players have got touch football background. Sean Johnson is one of those. Matt Moylan is one of those. If it clicks with them jumping around, they, they yep. could be the flashy team. All right, so top four is $3.50. The Dragons last week were $3.75. Which of those two do you think is more likely to make the top four? Because I've got the Dragons. I, I, I circled them because I, I think it's feast or famine, and which is how you've described Cronulla. I'll, I'll say this. They're, yeah, 425 is safe for top four. Oh, has it gone out? 425? Yeah. Bloody hell, that's good. So the Sharkies, people forget this. They had as many wins as the Roosters in the in the uh, minor <laughs> premiership in, in the season. As many. Um, and you mentioned the start. What did they win? Two of their first six. Two of their first six. So you could argue that from round seven onwards, no one won more games than them. Yeah, that'd be, that sounds right. That'd be right, wouldn't it? Yeah. So if it clicks, look, I think Sharks have got more blue sky than okay. the Dragons, but I could easily see it go bad. Uh, first six games, Newcastle. This is a great game. I'm calling this one, actually. Newcastle in Newcastle um, on a, at the Friday 6 p.m. game. The outsiders, they are. $2 outsiders. Are you kidding? Yeah. And you saw Ponga, who, who it didn't. He might need a bit of time at five eight. God, yeah, and there's some money to be made. Oh, Newcastle will get there, but God, the raps are big, aren't they? You can't take the dollar eighty against Not a tough a shark side, could you? Uh, they beat Manly last year in the first game. But Manly of last year is not Cronulla of, of this year. And don't forget, Cronulla has destroyed Newcastle over and Many over. Many times. Um, then the Sharks have got the Gold Coast at home, North Queensland away, Parramatta at ANZ, Roosters at home, Penrith at, at home. So that's, oh, that's, a, a, that's fair, a good that's a good solid draw. Uh, give me your – oh, uh, try scorer, 51 for Moylan, 67 Josh Morris, 81 for Dugan. Top point scorer. Again, there's some value with these top point scorers. $26 for Sean Johnson. He'll do the kicking, won't he? Will he do the kicking? Yeah, he'd have to do the kicking. He'd have to do the kicking, and there's no origin for him. Uh, Dally M, Sean Johnson, 34. Matt Moylan, 41. This would be the one I'd circle. Fafita at 51. If one of those, you'd throw a dart. If it comes off, it comes off. Yeah, I'd be on him too, actually. You you know what? When he was captain last year, he would have got... Three points. Say he was captain four times last year. I reckon three times he got the three points. I'd be fascinated about his relationship with John Morris, mm. which apparently is good because we saw the tensions overflow with, with Flanagan, that Saturday night game where he pointed at him. So I just wonder if he if he, if he gets on great with Morris, we might see a, a but, better version of Fafita. But I think the clue was in the All-Stars game. If he's presented himself like that, then yeah. maybe Morris has unlocked him a little bit. Not yeah. unlocked him. Flano did a great job with him. Uh, but, you know, I think he may be on path. Uh, not to uh, turn this to the Roosters, my God, they look fit. Yeah. But you know when you see players, you go, wow, no, that's not just – that's a special preseason. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so Cronulla, where are we putting our money here, look, Joel? I think the 425, given they no one won more games than them 
in the regular season last year is is a good good price. Yep. And 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 you've sold me Dan. I think fifty one dollars for feeder. Okay. Yeah, I'd have a piece of that for sure. Give me the dollar seventy to make the top eight. Again, I know that's cheap to go that, but that's I'm just building here. I'm building some multis here, Joel. Yep. So you're going the overs clearly. Twelve and a half wins season wins. What have I got him at here? I've got him at 13, so that's why I'm not touching the over-under Hits the crossbar for you. Yeah, I, I, when it's within half or even one and a half, I tend to stay away. And but to go under, they've got to regress four wins. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, but they all start on zero. You're right, but they all start on zero, Joel. Mm. Well, you know what I mean? It's like an election. Oh, they've got to, they've got to have an 18% percent swing. No, they don't. It's got to, they've got game. to win by 0.1. What uh, was the stat you gave last week about um, the first four rounds and the and the top eight doesn't shuffle. Knights, Titans, Cowboys, para. Yeah, that's a real chance to. I looked up that almost book yourself in, isn't it? And I better. I, I thought I better. Just if I'm going to make statements like that, I better back it up. And and the, the last ten years, round four, top eight, six out of eight made it last year. The year before, seven, then six, five, six, six, five, six, 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 fifty nine. So, ten years. Eight teams, that's 80. 59 out of those 80 made it. Wow. And two that missed were salary cap. So called 75%. Better because Parramatta were rubbed out. Oh, Melbourne right. were rubbed out with salary cap. Yep. So basically 59 out of 78. And I did say something else I need to correct. I said Manly, I brought up a stat. They haven't missed the finals for three years in a row since 62 to 65. That is correct. But they made it two years ago. I got my years mixed right. up. So if they missed it this year, that would be two years in a row. D- Dan, who's your... Uh who are you bringing back in the Sharks jumper? Well, you, oh, can you, I tell you who the fans have been saying? The late, great Steve Rogers. Oh, sludge. I never saw him play. David Peachy. Oh, the Peach. Jeez, he struggled to fit him into that team. But E.T. and Gavin Miller. Yeah, Miller would be mine. For this current squad. So you're not saying they're the best player necessarily. He's the best player. You're just saying he would add the most to this team. Yeah. Because the, Luke Lewis is out, he'd fit their personality. Yeah. Hard. Bastard of a player. <laughs> uh, two-time Dallium. Was yeah. he two-time Dallium or two-time Rothmans? Uh, don't know that. He, he would have to be, if someone assembled the greatest team to never win a comp, he'd be almost a walk-up start, wouldn't he? And you know what? They reckon he was a pretty average trainer. Yeah. He, he would just get it done on the game day. Yeah. He'd save himself up. Game day was it. Evidently. Ooh. Yeah. And so yours is – who's yours? Um. Oh, I think Sludge pushing yeah. pushing Dukes onto the wing would be nice. Yeah, I'm sorry, I never got to see him play. Yeah. All right, next team, Warriors. The Warriors. Okay. Well, the Warriors last year, uh, they of course made the finals, fifteen and nine, which as Joel has reminded us how close that comp was. That was only one win off top spot, so pretty credible, fifteen and nine. But they did finish eighth, bad for and against. And they went out pretty meekly in week one against Penrith. Roger Chilvasashek got injured in that uh, first they half. They were of up ANZ. a couple of tries. Yeah, but everyone's up a couple of yeah, tries yeah, against yeah. Penrith. Yeah. <laughs> you got to put an asterisk. <laughs> they won their first five last year, and they won their, four of their last five going into the finals. Their off period was the origin, which is completely opposite of what they normally do. What they normally do. do. Uh, seven and five at home. They won eight games in Australia last year, uh, which was easily their best. Um I've got here, and again, correct me, Joel, but 26 to win the comp. Uh, a bit longer, I think, Dan. All right. $34. Sean's he's, he's, he's turned the dial here. So $34, and that has him ranked 11th mm. in betting. Minor premiership. I've got 34. I've got uh, top four. What have you got? Uh, so 275 for top eight. 275. Gee, that seems big, doesn't it? Top four, $6. Uh Miss the top eight dollar fifty. That'll come in now because um, top eight's gone out. The spoon nine and the over under is ten and a half wins. Um, they're outs ten jo- and a half. So they've got to slide five wins. Now, Joel, we discussed this. They start on zero oh, yeah. like everyone else. Here's a big drop though. Yeah, uh, Sean Johnson's out. So is Mason Lenor. Jeez, I reckon they'd love to have kept him if they knew Sean was going to ask for a release. James Gavitt, Simon Mannering, uh, Nicole Klockstad, who's yep. apparently doing some good things at Canberra. Albert Vette and Anthony Gelling are gone in. Not much in terms of big names. Lisa Armia, Adam Kieran, Jackson Fry, Lachlan Burr. So they're 
that's minus, you would think, in terms of the ins and outs. Um, I'll give you the lineup that is possibly their best. RTS, Fusatura and Marmolo, Qatar and Hiku, Green and either Kieran or Harris Tavita yep. as the halves. Kieran for me, yep. Yeah, um, then Adam Blair, Isaac Luke, Lisa Armour, Torhu Harris, uh, Isaiah Papali, maybe Ignatius Parsi. That's a pretty good 13. Sam Lasone, Jazz Tavanga, Lingi Sauli, Vaha Pulu. So still a decent t- team. No Sean Johnson, obviously. That's the big story. Mm. Uh, where do you see the Warriors going this year? I'll tell you a couple of their – well, a big in for them is Todd Payton. This is a guy who just carries that confidence and, and he's great to have him. in the club. So he's he's come from the Cowboys. He's a first-grade coach in waiting, no question. Now, this is where on the surface you think their ins and outs aren't great. But without doubt, the greatest recruit manager of all time is Peter O'Sullivan. He's, yes. Right, in recent times. You yes. know, you had Bullfrog Moore back in the days, et cetera. But right. – uh, he knows these kids. He knows what he's got. And he signed Adam Kieran from Penrith. Now, keeping in mind that Gus doesn't often sign outside Penrith juniors, Gus picked up Adam Kieran from Canterbury. Right. Peter O'Sullivan has taken him across to the Warriors. This kid's a point-scoring machine. Mm-hmm. He'll compliment Blake Green beautifully. You've got Hayes Perham, who's a young superstar fullback. You've got Chanel Harris-Tavita as well, who's a young up-and-coming half. They've got depth, but we just don't know it on the surface just yet. So I think they're well-placed. I, I do think that maybe this team – so the dynamics are going to change completely without Sean Johnson. Yes. Maybe this team with a steady Kieran and a steady Green really, really functions. So I like the $4.75. But here's the bet, Dan. Uh, halfway leader, Warriors. Oh! 26 bucks. Wow. They're out the gate with halfway um, leader. Half, well, twenty six bucks again. The best punters look at price. Can, can we get Sean to put up a leader after four rounds, Marcus? Because yes. I'd be all over that. That's right. So, Bulldogs, Tigers, Manly, Titans. That yeah. they'd have to be four out of four to be a chance for the twenty six bucks. Yes, but at the halfway, yes, yes. So I don't know. And then South on the Sunshine Coast. Yeah, and then North Queensland at home. And then Melbourne on Anzac Day in Melbourne, but it's not a bad. I don't. I'm not with you, but twenty six bucks. You got to look out. You got to look beyond the playing roster. Peter O'Sullivan time at the Storm, time at the Roosters, success, success, success. Mm. Todd Payton, likewise. I'm back in those wow. men, and Warriors will overachieve. Uh, ten and a half. Give me overs oh. every single oh, day of big. the week. Uh, Every single day. Well, how many wins you got them in four? Well, I I think they can have as many as last year. So they had fifteen last oh, year. Jeez. Okay. So I think they can repeat that. I, I'm not as scarred by the omission of Johnson as everyone else would be. Well, I think now you'll be. Well, it's interesting that they could have had him for one more year, and they said, "Nut, go away now." Yep. That's that. That's interesting. Uh, well, if you think the Warriors are going to be a gun team, then. You might want David Fusatur at eighteen dollars yeah. for the best try scorer. Yep. Qatar sixty seven RTS. Sorry, Qatar fifty one RTS at sixty seven. Top point scorer Isaac Luke at one hundred and one. No, so Kieran. Kieran is where he'll he'll kick this Kieran. He's yeah. sharp as okay. And Dally M RTS at fifteen, the defending champ. Blake Green one hundred and one. Tohu Harris at one hundred and fifty one. I'm just going to check here um, whether we have Adam Kieran in the market because. I, I don't think, think you do. I think you got one per team. One per team. Okay. Well, let's have a chat to Shawnee because this Adam Kieran, I believe he was top point scorer last year in the ISP. You're right. So the kid can score well, points. Don't you, need, that. you need a rookie of the year market so you can climb in all over. Yeah. That. Uh, just for uh, the record, I, look, I'm leaving the Warriors alone. I've learned this lesson many times. <laughs> just don't. I've got them at 10 and 14, but I'm like you. I would not be shocked. Which way they go? If they go, if they, if they, they can be top four, bottom four. Is that what you're saying? Hundred percent. I don't think I'm breaking any news there. So I've got under, but I'm not touching that. Who is our last team? No, Joel? before we go, who's oh, your great? Oh. So, so names mentioned: Ruben Wiki, oh, Stacy is... Jones. One of the. Well, he's automatic. <laughs> Imagine. You have to think he's automatic. Ali Lautiti. 
You know, Matty Ridge. Did you hear? Oh yeah, Matty Ridge played for them. Did you hear Joey oh, on, the, on the call talking about Stacey Jones in the All Star game? Yes. Top one of the top three halfbacks he's ever played with or against. Yep. He's always always loved Stacey Jones. Do you remember the try he scored uh, in the two thousand and two grand final? Two grand final to get him back in the game. That might be okay. So let's put Benji's flick pass as the best try we've ever seen in a GF. Mm. How many have we seen? Thirty between us, you yeah. know. Say since the late eighties. Gee, Stacey's got to be up there. That was a great. Try. He's top five easy, isn't he? For the last thirty years of GFs. Mm. Tell you the Penrith try was good. Ninety-one to Izard scores when they've shifted wide and set piece with MG and oh, Fit- yes, Fitler yes, dives yes. over and steps and over the top it goes to Izard and yes. that was a cracker. I love Balmain's try from eighty-nine, where wasn't there a kick and Paul Sirenen charging up with it, charging on it. That was just before half time. Yeah, and that's the moment Balmain teams thought we're going to win. Was that Jimmy Grant? I think it was on yeah, the right, right wing. wing. Okay. Now that we've reminisced, who is it? Oh, oh, I can't think of one, Joel. Uh, well, I'd go Stacey Jones, yeah, the legend. We have to, don't we? Yep. And our final team is the Gold Coast Titans. Now, your bullishness about the Warriors matches my bullishness about the Titans. Wow. I'm big on them. 8-16 and 16 last year, 14th. Terrible home record, 4-8. and eight. Um, They're outs, Harrell, LG, uh and Brendan Elliott, their ins, Shannon Boyd, the Peach, Brian Kelly, Tyrone Roberts, and Riley Jack. So they are not short of playmakers. Uh, this is the team as I've got it here, Joel. If they, if Garth Brennan decides to play it safe early, Michael Gordon at fullback, Philip Sammy Anthony Don on the wings, Kelly and Peachy the centres. It seems like Brimson's going to get the number six with Ash Taylor, yep. who does look fit. Can can I just say on Taylor? Yes. He gets spruik big time, and he's on huge coin. He's got a fire this year. Yeah, he's yet right. to have a season where he's won more than he's lost. He's not a baby, Taylor. He has got to stand up this year. Well, Are you with me? I've got the circle around him at $51 for Dally M. Really? I think this is the, the year. Well, he has to. He's fit. I think he's got a decent team around him. Uh, you're right, because at some point, you know the worrying song that Brisbane let him go after one game, and Brisbane don't let people go. So it was kind. I think their attitude was, all right, we'll let you go, we'll let you get your baby steps, and then we'll bring you back when we're ready. Um, and they tried to get him, I think, a year ago or two years ago, and he actually rebuffed them and stayed on the coast. Okay. But, you're right, big year. This is his time. $51, Dan, did you say? Yeah, 51 Yeah, well, that's worth the throw at the stumps. Jared Wallace, Nathan Peach, Shannon Boyd at the front row. Kevin Proctor, Ryan James. Well, I've got Ryan James at 12 because I couldn't fit him anywhere else. Jai Arrow at 13. I suppose you can have James as a starting prop and have Shannon Boyd off the bench or Jared Wallace off the bench. Then you've got Latu, Bryce Cartwright. I, the, the raps are there. That He's ready for a bit. Oh, let's wait and see. Keegan Hipgrave, Mitch Rain. Uh, players like Fodayaka, and you've got Tyrone Roberts. You can probably you'd probably throw him on the bench. Yep. I Joel, I think it's a good team. I do. The pack's great. The the young kids. Kelly's great. Sammy's great. Don's great. Terrific. Um, but yeah, you're right. Where does it all fall in? Like, does Peachy spend time at six? Does Brimson go to one? Um, Didn't Peachy do a lot of his great work last year at Penrith in the centres? He did. Yeah. So. He was yeah. brilliant in the. Uh, or would All-Star you play game. him at one? Peachy. I'd play him at one, but who? Peachy. Peachy. At fullback, you wouldn't play Peachy at one. No, no, no. I think Brimson. Okay. Brimson for sure, and I'd, I'd think about Peachy at six. Mm, okay. Because he had a go at all those positions at Penrith. So who did you leave? I, I had Copley. My team had Copley and Kelly in the centres. Did you have Copley out? Did you? Well, I'd, well, because I have Peachy. in yes, the Yes, that's centers. right. Yeah. Yes. So Copley out. Um, but again, you. I mean, he might go Taylor. And as you said, Peachy, Taylor and Jack. Well, no, you won't go Jacks. Taylor and Tyrone Roberts. When Taylor has been good, it's been when he's had Tyrone Roberts with him. So I watched Tyrone Roberts all year last year, and I thought that was the end of him. He was poor. He, he was average, I should say. He wasn't poor. He was average. Is this NRL or Super League? Super League. Yeah. And I thought, look, he was average over there. He's not going to come back and star. Yeah. He, a good start, though. He did get the man of the match in the All-Stars game. So... 
Titans, Titans would have to be the first club to sign uh, two Tyrones, wouldn't they? Is that the first ever? Tyrone, Peachy, Tyrone. No one's signed. Someone tweet us. Yes. I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're right. Like probably Penrith, Tyrone May, Tyrone Peachy. Oh, there you go. There you go. Okay. Uh, Leilani Latu's in the greater squad, so they're they're well placed. I'm with you. He's on big money. Latu. Oh, he was on 450 last year. Was he? Mm -hmm. Um, Try scorer, Anthony Don. Geez, that's good. 67. Philip Sammy, 67. Brian Kelly, 81. Point scorer, Ash Taylor, 81. Never been a good point scoring team, the Titans. Mm. Never been. They've never sort of been the team that's averaged twenty three a game. So does Taylor kick when Gordon's in the side? That's the worry, yeah, that's isn't a it? Good question. Uh, these are the odds I've got for the the main markets. Premiership fifty one, minor premiership fifty one. Top four eleven. Top eight three dollars fifty. Miss dollar fifteen. Wooden spoon eight, and the over under nine and a half. Over for me. Yeah, me too. What have you got him at? I've got him. Okay. I think I've just missed the eight, but I've got him at 12 wins. I think there's a. I think there's also something to be said, Joel, if you're just – even if you're a, just an honest team, yep. you can pick up so many wins through the season because the other team is not fully into it. Yep. You can pick up half a dozen wins – on, on sheer determination alone before we even get to skill. So a team's had a big win in Sydney or wherever for that matter. They turn up to the Gold Coast. That's right. They're ready to play the Titans. I'm with you. Um, if I'm betting this team, I really like this bet. Um, I would want to get around them. Yes. Premiership winning region, $5 Queensland. Okay, so you got Brisbane, you got the Cowboys, and, and so, the so and say so if it doesn't work out for Val, say so he ends up at the end of the year at the Cowboys. Yeah, you've got the Broncos will be in the mix with Seabold, and you throw the Titans in five bucks. You know what's interesting is that um, so they lose Barber, they replace him with Kahu, who would not be on anywhere near the Barber money, and Brisbane may be supplementing that as well. So that's going to leave some money there. You would think. If home, and remember, if Holmes comes back, he's only going to play a part he's of it. He's got a 12 month salary you're paying him. Exactly. And haven't Cronulla, firstly, Cronulla have two issues. One, they paid Sean Johnson the Val Holmes money, and they're about to be whacked with the cap. They're, they're about to have their cap reduced. So they're not going to have money to pay for Val Holmes, even though Holmes has to come to them first and say, okay, I gave NFL a shot. I'm ready to come back. If they can't pay him, if they can't offer him a deal, mm. then he's, be clear, he's free to go. Is that right? So that, that that's the key thing. So is it Sharks or no one or is it Sharks' first opportunity? 2019, Sharks have first right of refusal. So so if they can't accommodate him, he is free to go elsewhere. Is that That's my understanding. Oh, yes, that's yes. Like it can't be if they can't accommodate him, he can't go anywhere. No, unless they pay him. Yeah. What's the point of doing that? That's right. So Because uh, he's not getting paid now. So you like that? $5 Queensland... Well, Winning like, region for those three teams. I like Brisbane. I'm not sure about that. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I like a bet where you um, you have a backstop. So if your particular <laughs> team, so I'd bet five dollars because I like Brisbane, right? Broncos. And I think, oh, but maybe the. Would you rather have nine dollars Broncos or five dollars for any well, Queensland team? I think nine dollars the Broncos. Would you? So yeah, I like the Broncos. Okay. All right. Interesting. And I like Sammy at sixty-seven bucks. Oh, okay. For the top try scorer. Sammy at six. So it's funny. I'd like the Dom at sixty-seven. Let's have a look at Sammy. How many tries do you reckon he scored last he year? He scores them in clumps. If I, I remember, yeah. he scored a hat trick against Brisbane. Didn't he score four against someone once? Uh, all right. So we worries Who's me, your Joel. Great. It's okay. I'm <laughs> including the original Gold Coast teams. Okay. And I don't think he adds. It's a very good forward pack, so they don't need him. But I want Rambo. Ronnie Gibbs. Do you? I love Ronnie Gibbs. And <laughs> I hated Manly and I love Ronnie Gibbs. You just want to call him. R- imagine calling Ram. Hang on a minute. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. If you're going back that far, yeah. you've just snubbed the king. Yeah, but the king wasn't that great on the coast. So you reckon you've got to – the rules are they can only play as good as they did in that jumper. You've got to imagine them in that jump. He did not – but can I tell you why maybe the king wasn't that great on the coast? Because he was captain coach for a start. No yeah. one can do that. Not even, not even the king can can pull that off these days. Could Cameron Smith pull it off? Okay, Cameron Smith could pull it off. No one else could pull it off. 
But the old Seagull Stadium was next to the league's club. <laughs> and Wally, I, this is now he's confirmed this, had a phone installed in, the, in a dugout near on the sideline. And when there was 15 minutes to go in a training session, he'd call up the Chinese restaurant in the league's club, order his dinner. <laughs> so as soon as he's finished training, he'd just walk up and his, his honey king prawns are on the table. Ready to rock. <laughs> now you can do that if you're the king. Oh, how good's that? Um, all right. I think we're done, Joel. Is there anything else we need to cover? We no. have talked for a bloody long time. No, so it's on again next week, folks. But uh, get involved, share the tweets, etc. We're, we're having a ball, aren't we? Oh, yes. And can we introduce bad beats? Yes, um, because people have been telling us there was that bloke that had the six-leg multi and it ended on the stars. Oh. Now, that's where you got to crush. Yeah. You just got to have a little say. That's the do, cash do you, out do option. Do you crush? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I know our colleague Peter Sterling thinks it makes you less of a man yeah, if you yeah, crush. Yeah. I'd, I'd rather – I crushed with the, my NFL bets this year. Luckily, you did. Luckily, I did because yeah. I was on the LA Rams to play the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl and got so close, but complicated, but uh, how I got around it, but – Came out in front. You're an NFL man? Yes. Who wins next year, next season? Yeah, hard Do you to want judge to be because Mahomes? you got free. Yeah, yes, but you got to wait and see how it shakes out with free agency. Uh, okay. Because you, I tell you the teams you want, Joel, the teams that have gun rookie quarterbacks because they're on cheap contracts. Save the coin. And that money gets spent on offensive or defensive linemen. So that's what you got to look out for. Is Mahomes and Tom still- Brady – takes far less than he should. Yes. And that's what allows the ca- the Patriots to fill their roster. Too smart. There you go. There you go. All right. Well Thanks, done, Dan. Joel. We'll be back next week. And as always, gamble responsibly. Gamble responsibly.